Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. Uh, and today, guys, we're talking about how to win your VA lifestyle impact claim. Okay, a lifestyle impact claim is simply something that has been talked about in other circles on Reddit and across Google. Um, so we grab the keyword, okay? Um, a lifestyle impact claim is also chronic pain syndrome, okay? And it's also called somatic symptom disorder, okay? Or SSD. I'm gonna say that one more time. So again, we're talking about how to win your VA lifestyle impact claim, okay? And that, the, that term is synonymous with chronic pain syndrome, with depression and anxiety, and it's also synonymous with somatic symptom disorder, okay? So if you hear those three things used interchangeably, it's all the same thing, okay? Just so you guys know. Uh, welcome, Bob from Kuwait. Hey, Rick. Everybody else jumping on live. Again, I'm coming at you here from Austin, Texas. Um, got my awesome new VA Claims Insider swag on, guys. If you want to get some, um, go to our website and you can click the shop button. Uh, friendly reminder that 100% of profits benefit the Folds of Honor Foundation. Okay, so if you want to get yourself some pretty rad VA Claims Insider swag, shirts, hats, uh, go to vaclaimsinsider.com. What's up, Jeff? What's up, John? Hey, Kevin. Um, okay, so I want to jump into this, though. Because I think this is an incredibly important topic to get right. Um, it's a claim, it's a high value disability claim, okay? Meaning that veterans have a very high likelihood of being rated at 30% or higher on this one claim alone, okay? Lifestyle impact claim, somatic symptom disorder, chronic pain syndrome, okay? Um, and so, in terms of your VA disability claim strategy, this is one you really need to think about if you're eligible, if you qualify, and if you meet the criteria, okay, under the law. So let's talk about that real quick. All right, basic eligibility for any VA disability claim, but especially for uh, your somatic symptom disorder claim, okay? Number one, you must have a medical diagnosis, okay, of somatic symptom disorder. That's what this is called when you file for it inside of either eBenefits or VA.gov or with your accredited agent or VSO, okay? So you must have that, number one, a medical diagnosis of somatic symptom disorder. Now, if you can't get one, we have US board certified psychologists who can diagnose you if you meet the criteria for the diagnosis and their independent opinion, okay? So if you need some help, go to VA claims, insiderelite.com, complete the three steps. Hey, again, you need some help, $7,500 worth of value inside of the Elite Experience Portal. You're gonna get access to my quick hit videos, templates, tutorials, 
You're going to get access to the VA Claims Insider Mastermind Group. Okay, that's all free for joining. Okay, you can go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com and complete the three steps. I've got some team members on here, so hopefully they'll uh, put the link here in the chat as well. So if you're watching on Facebook, it should be in the chat. If you're watching on YouTube, um, open up the comment section and you'll see the link there as well. Okay. All right. So that's number one. You got to have the medical diagnosis of somatic symptom disorder. Okay. SSD. The second thing is, is there a nexus? Okay. Now we're going to be focusing on the second part of the nexus, which is for secondary service connection. Okay. There's three types of service connection. There's direct service connection. There's secondary service connection. And then there's presumptive service connection. Okay. We're going to be focusing on secondary service connection. Okay. And what that means guys is was or is your somatic symptom disorder. Okay. Was it due to another service connected disability in your body rated at 0% or higher? Okay. That's what chronic pain syndrome is. It's you've got other service connected disabilities in your body that are causing you chronic pain, severe chronic pain, persistent chronic pain. And those disabilities, because of their, their service connected and you got all this pain and they're causing you major issues, they have developed into a mental disorder, okay, where you can't stop focusing on that pain and how it's affecting you. And so what that's led to are things like occupational and social impairment, anxiety, depression, insomnia, sexual dysfunction, panic attacks, suicidal ideation, obsessive rituals, okay, things like that. So this is really a high value secondary disability claim that is due to service connected chronic pain from other disabilities in your body. Okay, so say you're service connected for your left knee and your lower back and your cervical strain, which is a neck condition. If those conditions, either one of them or in tandem, cause you to have severe chronic pain and perhaps you've gained weight, right? Maybe you can't enjoy leisurely activities anymore like you used to do. Golf, working out, uh, maybe you were married before, now you're divorced. Maybe you used to have a lot of friends. Now you don't have many at all. Um, those are the things I'm talking about, guys, where I'm talking about occupational and social impairment, major issues in your work. You've been fired from a job. Maybe you're having memory problems. You've been demoted. Um, you're too depressed to get out of bed on certain days. Um, your anxiety is so high that you can't be around your coworkers. Okay. Um, that's what I mean when I talk about occupational impairment. And then social impairment has to do with your relationships um, and how you are with your spouse, right? So can you leave your house? Are you still married? Have you been divorced? Are there issues with your kids? Are there issues with friends, right? That's what we're talking about with the social impairment. And that also includes loss or impact to leisurely activities that you used to do or enjoy. Golf, hockey, baseball. Um, maybe there's things in your life that you used to do a lot, that you really found enjoyment in, painting, reading, um, and you just don't find enjoyment in those anymore. Okay, now I'm gonna share a, a personal story here, and I think you guys are gonna be able to relate to this, okay? 
because I suffer from depression and anxiety. Okay, now I don't have somatic symptom disorder. I don't have um, chronic pain in my body overall, thankfully. Um, but with my PTSD and the and the depression and the cyclothymia disorder, um, there are some things I suffer from, and one of them is this feeling of detachment, right? Where you know I can be in a room full of people, and yet I can feel completely alone, right? I mean, I can be in a room of, maybe it's even an exciting time, a birthday, a wedding, a vacation, a group of friends are together to watch a football game. Um, I don't know about you, but I can be in those situations, guys, and feel like I'm, I'm alone. I can feel like I'm all by myself and that I'm completely detached and I cannot relate to the people in that room. And it's a horrible feeling to have if you've ever gone through that, guys. And so that's one of the symptoms of what I'm talking about here um, if you're dealing with a mental health condition, okay? Uh, it's very common in veterans, by the way, to have that happen. You return home, you take off the uniform, you sort of lose yourself, you're, you're kind of floundering, you don't know what your purpose is in life, um, you miss that camaraderie, and all of a sudden you can start this downhill spiral um, due to your mental health claims, okay? Um, stay tuned though, okay? Hang in there. Um, your life matters. Your life means something, okay? And we can help pull you out of this, okay? I want anybody hearing my voice right now who's suffering or dealing with a mental health condition to please pick up the phone, call the VA hotline, call the suicide hotline if you're having any thoughts of that, guys, um, because your life matters. It means something and we need you here, Okay? All right, so we talked about number one, a medical diagnosis of somatic symptom disorder, okay? Number two, how was or is your somatic symptom disorder, how was it caused or made worse by another service-connected disability in your body? Okay, now that service-connected disability, the secondary one, needs to be already service-connected and rated at 0% or higher, okay? Because you're going to want to file somatic symptom disorder secondary to that, okay? Because what you're telling the VA guys is that your chronic pain syndrome, your somatic symptom disorder, your lifestyle impacts, occupation and social impairment are not due to your service, okay? That's direct service connection. They're due to the other service-connected disability in your body rated at 0% or higher, okay? Your back, your knee, your neck, your feet, Okay, your GERD, your IBS, your migraines, okay, something like that. Okay, so that's number two is the nexus for secondary service connection. Okay, and then the third part, of course, are persistent and reoccurring symptoms of the somatic symptom disorder into the present day. Okay, at VA Claims Insider, guys, we call that severity of symptoms. And what it really comes down to for mental health is some of what I've already talked about. How is your somatic symptom disorder limiting or affecting your life? Okay, your work, that's occupational. Social functioning, your life, your relationships, your ability to effectively form and maintain relationships, your friends, your relationship with your spouse, your ability to do and want to do and perform leisurely activities. Okay, we've talked about a number of those already. Because ultimately, 
your overall disability rating for somatic symptom disorder is going to come down to your level of occupational and social impairment. It's the same across all mental health conditions, guys, okay, which I'm going to talk about that right now because it's important for veterans to understand this. Now, I get this question all the time. Brian, I'm already rated and service-connected for PTSD at 30%. Do I qualify for a lifestyle impact claim? Generally, no, okay? That's not to say you wouldn't, but what I would do in that situation is if you're already service-connected, guys, for a different mental health condition, okay, I'll use a couple of examples. Let's say you're already service-connected for PTSD and you're rated at 30%, and you also have a diagnosis for major depressive disorder, okay, MDD. Let's say the PTSD is 30%, and the MDD is just a diagnosis, you, you've never filed for it, it's not service-connected, okay? The VA is not going to rate both the PTSD and the major depressive disorder. And the reason, guys, is because there's a legal requirement against it called pyramiding, okay? The VA law and statutory law, as well as in the VA regulations, there's a statute against pyramiding, and what that means is it's unlawful for you to be rated for the same general type of condition across multiple diagnoses. That's what pyramiding means, okay? So for example, you're not going to be rated 30% for PTSD and 10% for major depressive disorder unless, okay, this is where the, the uh, unless, right, or it depends comes in. I hate that response. It depends, right? The only way you're going to be rated for multiple mental health conditions, okay, the only way is if the VA rater can clearly differentiate the symptoms attributable to each diagnosis, okay, which is nearly impossible, okay? I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I read this stuff every day, all day because I'm a nerd. I'm interested and I'm devoted to you guys, okay? And what I have been told, in addition to what I'm reading, is that mental health conditions across many different diagnoses have very similar symptoms, okay? So, for example, your service can get rated for PTSD, okay? Got it. There's been a traumatic event in your life, whether it was combat or non-combat, that caused you to develop post-traumatic stress disorder, okay? Your symptoms of PTSD are things like severe depression, panic attacks, uh, severe anxiety, uh, sexual dysfunction, insomnia, anger issues, okay? Well, guess what? You might also be diagnosed with major depressive disorder. And guess what your symptoms are for your major depressive disorder? The exact same ones I just talked about. Anger issues, panic attacks, insomnia, uh, uh, work problems, depression, okay? So because of that, it's literally almost impossible for even a psychologist or a psychiatrist to differentiate what part of the symptoms tie to which diagnosis, right? Which then makes it almost impossible, of course, for the VA rater or the CMP examiner to differentiate which symptoms are attributable to each diagnosis. So because of that, 
And because of pyramiding, it's highly unlikely that a veteran will be rated for multiple mental health conditions, okay? Because they're all rated under the same scale. So back to the original question of, Brian, I'm already service-connected and rated at PTSD for 30%. Do I qualify for somatic symptom disorder? Generally, no. And what I would recommend is instead of going for that then as a secondary claim, file for an increase on your current service-connected mental health condition if you believe you're underrated. Okay, that's a very important point. Only you can be the one who understands, yep, when I look at ECFR, Title 38, Part 4, the schedule for rating disabilities, which, by the way, mental health conditions are rated at 0%, 10%, 30%, 50%, 70%, and 100%. Okay, that's the max. If you're rated at 0, 10, 30, 50, or 70, and you look at the symptoms of mental health in the law, and you go, you know what? My symptoms are worse than that. I'm rated at 10% now for major depressive disorder. I think I should be more like 50%, all right? Because I've got occupational and social impairment uh, with intermittent periods of, of issue, right? Or maybe you look at the 70% criteria and go, you know what? I have occupational and social impairment with deficiencies in most areas, right? That's the 70% criteria, okay? So again, guys, if we want to go for this, though, if you want to file for an increase in your current service-connected PTSD, you want to file for an increase in your current service-connected depression or other mental health condition, generalized anxiety disorder, GAD, or maybe you believe, hey, Brian, I don't have a mental health condition, but I do now, based on what you're telling me, because of my chronic pain syndrome, due to my service-connected disabilities in my body that are rated at 0% or higher. Get your butt inside of our elite program because we can help you, okay? You're going to need an independent psychological evaluation from an independent U.S. board-certified psychologist or psychiatrist who can diagnose, who can show clearly the nexus in their opinion, and then who can document your symptoms of your somatic symptom disorder and they're going to put that information on the disability benefits questionnaire, okay, the DBQ for other mental health conditions. That document is a crucial piece of medical evidence that, is, that you're going to use to file your own claim or work with your VSO or accredited agent or attorney if you're on appeal so that you can get the rating and compensation you deserve. DBQs and medical nexus letters are crucial. That is what we get for you with our network of qualified, certified uh, medical doctors. Okay. So if you need some help, guys, complete our free three-step intake right now. Okay. By the way, we're offering $7,500 worth of value for free. There's no upfront cost to you. Okay. And you can get started right now at VA Claims Insider elite.com. Okay. Again, if you want to join us, you need an independent psychological evaluation, go to VA claims, insider elite.com and enter the three steps. Okay. Craig, Craig just jumped in. Hey B, 
I love you and your team. Great work, sir, and great swag. Right? Awesome, brother. Thank you. You're a top fan, by the way, Craig. So appreciate you, brother. VA Claims Insider swag hat and shirt. Get yours at VA Claims Insider swag.com. 100% of proceeds benefit the Folds of Honor Foundation. Amazing organization, guys, that provide um, scholarships for the dependents of disabled veterans rated at 10% or higher. Okay. All right, so we have talked so far, guys, about a lifestyle impact claim, which is also called chronic pain syndrome, which is also called somatic symptom disorder. Now, for VA filing and rating purposes, it is currently called somatic symptom disorder, okay, SSD. And the reason why is a few years ago, there was a change in the Diagnostic Statistical Manual for Mental Health Conditions, okay, called DSM-5. I think you can go to um, dsm5.org, in fact, if you want to read the full evaluation. But that is the governing guideline document for mental health conditions across America, okay? Now, DSM-5 we just jumped to that again a few years ago. So under DSM-4, which is what the VA previously used, this condition was called chronic pain syndrome, okay? Um, it's not called that anymore. It is now called somatic symptom disorder. And if you look inside the law, you'll see it listed there under the code as somatic symptom disorder, okay? But if you hear those three terms used, they're all interchangeably linked. They all mean the same thing, okay? Um, all right, so we've talked about that condition, the importance of a medical diagnosis. We've talked about pyramiding and why if you're already service-connected and rated for a mental health condition, just file for an increase with a new DBQ for that condition showing how your symptoms are worse, okay? Um, and forget about doing the secondary somatic symptom disorder, chronic pain claim, okay? Because you're already service-connected and rated for a mental health condition. It's highly unlikely that you are going to be rated for more than one mental health condition. Why? Because of the legal concept uh, against pyramiding. The second reason is because it's nearly impossible to differentiate the symptoms attributable to each diagnosis, okay? So we've talked about that. Um, we've talked about the VA Claims Insider Elite Program. This is what we do, guys. I started VA Claims Insider. Why did I start it? For me? Absolutely not. I started it for you. I started it for you because what I realized is VA disability claims come down to medical evidence. I'm going to say that one more time. VA disability claims come down to medical evidence, okay? And a lot of veterans do not have enough medical evidence to prove your diagnosis, to prove service connection or that nexus piece, or to clearly document how severe your symptoms are, okay? So what we've done with VA Claims Insider is we've packaged our membership programs that give you access to our proprietary resources for free, okay, if you execute the agreement. And then what you get is discounted access to our vetted network of trained and qualified medical professionals, okay, which consist of a medical doctor, 
PACs, okay, many of them are also disabled veterans, certified physician's assistants, okay, as well as U.S. board certified psychologists, okay, and what we do then is we're the matchmaker, so here's you as the veteran with a need for more medical evidence for those three things I just talked about, we pair you with an expert who connects you to the medical professional you need, you get the medical evidence you need, and then you can either prepare and file your own claim in eBenefits or VA.gov, which by the way, I've got a, a free training video that shows you how to do that step-by-step -step yourself. Very simple, okay? Um, or if you don't want to prepare and file your own claim, you can work with your accredited agent or your VSO or your accredited attorney who do it for free, okay? Many VSOs, uh, whether it's a, a national service organization or a state-sponsored organization, they prepare and file VA disability claims for free with power of attorney to act on your behalf. Now, guys, preparing and filing a disability claim is easy. That part's easy. That's why we have you do it yourself with our training video, okay? What's not so easy is to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. You've got the right medical evidence. You've got a diagnosis. You can clearly prove service connection on an at least as likely as not basis. You can clearly show how your symptoms tie to a rating criteria under the law if you believe you're due an increase, okay? That is what we do. We've devoted our lives to it, guys. Um, I think we're pretty good at it, but I don't want you to just take my word for it. I want you to go do your own research. Go to Google, read reviews, um, and I want you to make the decision, okay? I don't want you to feel pressured in any way to ever work with us because you don't have to. I want you to make the decision and go, you know what? I'm busy. I don't have enough time to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sick of being denied. I need more medical evidence. My answer is VA Claims Insider, Okay? Again, you want to sign up right now. We'll be in touch within 96 hours, okay? Go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. Again, guys, go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. Please like and share this video, by the way, guys. Um, our movement is worldwide. We're trying to reach veterans everywhere. We are, but I can't do it without your help, right? And that's where the insiders... Our insider community comes in, um, and man, we are just, we are so blessed to have such amazing human beings um, a part of this. I, I tell you, our team members are unbelievable people. Um, we are crushing it on a daily basis. Our members, you guys, many of you are on this call right now. Dave just jumped in. Listen to this man. My experience was great, 40% to 90% in five months. Guys, that's, again, that's a life-changing increase for you, Dave. Proud to have served you, bro. Um, okay, again, you need some help for your somatic symptom disorder claim, your chronic pain syndrome with depression claim, um, your somatic symptom disorder lifestyle impact claim, all the same things. Get inside VA Claims Insider Elite. You're going to need an independent psychological evaluation with a U.S. board certified psychologist or psychiatrist, Okay. All right, so we've hammered out the, uh, the lifestyle impact claim here. We've talked about how you win it, those three pillars you got to crush, um, the importance of being vulnerable, 
okay? Especially in your C&P exams, guys. You have to go in there and tell them everything going on with you, okay? You have to tell the C&P examiner and the, the doctors, whether you go to the VA, you got private doctors, um, you do an independent evaluation with one of our docs or somebody else, you have to, you have to be uncomfortably vulnerable, which means you need to tell them everything going on with your life, how severe your mental health conditions are, how much it's limiting and affecting your life. And I know, guys, veterans are really freaking proud people, and we don't like to be honest about how we're doing. How do I know that? Because I'm just like you. It is so uncomfortable for me to be honest about how severe my mental health conditions are affecting me. It's awkward, okay? It is not comfortable to go in and talk about sexual dysfunction, okay? It's not comfortable to talk about anger issues you're having, how you screamed at your boss, how you punched a wall, how you got fired from work, okay? Those are not comfortable things to bring up and talk about. We're proud people. I get it. But I'm encouraging you as your fellow disabled vet, you have to do it, okay? Your VA disability rating, the benefits you deserve by law for you and your family depends upon your honesty, okay? So please be uncomfortably vulnerable and know that you're not alone. You're never alone, okay? You've got your fellow veterans. You've got the insider community, okay? Awesome. All right, guys, this was a great conversation today. I'd like to take some questions. Again, I've got some incredible team members on, so hopefully they're answering some of your questions here as we go. If you're on Facebook, if you're watching recording on YouTube, guys, please put your comments in, and I'm going to do my best to go back uh, and answer as many of those as we can, okay? Um, let's see here. So I'm going to answer a few. I'll go back. Um, blah, blah, blah. Let's see what we got here. Alexander, I'm rated at 50% for MDD, major depressive disorder, secondary to migraines at 30%. I want to increase my migraine rating. Okay. You can. So, uh, the maximum migraine rating, Alexander, under the law is 50%. Okay, you can't go any higher than that. At 30%, you're, you're right in the mid-range. Um, you're likely going to need a disability benefit questionnaire review for migraines to get rated at that higher level. What I want you to keep in mind is, are your migraines prostrating? Number one, meaning you have to lay down because they're so severe. Um, and then, are they causing you any personal, occupational economic hardship, okay? The 50% rating criteria for migraines, um, it's, it's really severe, okay? Very severe. So uh, what you could do, though, is fall for an increase in your migraines, um, even though that it's currently rated secondary, okay? Nelson just joined. Welcome, brother. Um, Chuck. VA has no medical records for my time in the Marine Corps, having an issue with being denied to medical evidence of anything happening in the Marines. Yeah, this is a difficult one. So, um, Chuck, do you have copies at all of your service treatment records? 
okay, your military medical records. If not, you need to try to get a copy of whatever's there. And unfortunately, some vets either don't have any or it's extremely sparse in terms of what's in there. Um, if you haven't done an SF-180 yet, a standard form 180, uh, a request to the National Archives in St. Louis. Okay, you can do that when we're done here and try to get those records if there's anything else out there. Um, the other thing is, do you have VA records or current private medical records of any of these conditions? Because what you might be able to do, Chuck, is have a buddy write a statement on your behalf to explain, hey, I was there with Chuck during this training incident in 1979, I witnessed him do X, Y, Z. Here's the result of his life, okay? So buddy statements lay evidence important um, in the absence of any medical documentation, okay? Mike wrote, hey, Mike, what's up, brother? Can I file a new claim with a supplemental review already submitted? Absolutely, but not on the condition in appeal, okay? So let me give you an example. Let's say that you're appealing your post-traumatic stress disorder denial and you chose to go the supplemental claim lane, okay? You cannot open a new claim for the PTSD until the, the review, the supplemental uh, VA claim review is decided, okay? But you can absolutely open a new notice of intent to file, build a claim, and add disabilities that are not currently under appeal, okay? And that's true for everybody. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> David wrote, Chuck, can you get buddy statements? Man, that makes me so proud. You guys are listening. You guys are listening, you're learning, you're helping each other. This is awesome. Gregory, can someone direct me to my C file? Absolutely, you can do a FOIA request to get your C file. You can call uh, the VA regional office, the Vero in your state and request a complete copy of your C file, which by the way, that's just your VA claims file, okay? It's everything the VA's ever looked at and reviewed and the decisions they made and why they made them regarding your disability claim. Everick, I'm in Dallas. Do you guys have physicians here or do I have to travel to Austin? So we, we don't have any in Dallas, they're in Austin, okay? But you, you only need to travel to Austin if they require physical exams, okay? Some, some of the conditions don't require physical exams. Hey, Warren. Hey, David, Chuck, uh, bah, bah, Rick, I applied for hearing loss. Okay, Mike, I applied for hearing loss and tinnitus or tinnitus in 2008 and was declined. How do I appeal or reapply now? So you won't be able to appeal because you're past the one-year appeal from the denial. But what you can do is file them again, right? Go for them again. But you really need to think about, Mike, why were you denied the first time? Okay, you were my guess, I, I, don't, I don't know, but you were probably denied service connection, right? meaning the VA said not service connected, meaning they didn't think it was due to your service. So this time, when you go to file for it, you need to make sure you do have a diagnosis of hearing loss and tinnitus, and that I think you need to write a personal statement on how your hearing loss tinnitus, when you believe it occurred, how it's service connected, what your job or position was in the military. Um, are you on the, M the duty MOS noise exposure listing, right, for hearing loss and tinnitus? Um, and then you need to document your symptoms. I also recommend you get a buddy or a spouse to write a statement on your behalf, okay? 
Tinnitus is, is very easy to win. In fact, it's the easiest disability claim to win. It only has one rating. It's 10% or nothing at all. Hearing loss is a really tough one. Okay, I'm not going to get into it here. We just don't have time, but um, I do have a hearing loss and tinnitus video on YouTube. Okay, you can search for it in the search box. Christian, I'm seeing a therapist for anxiety and depression. Will medical evidence from them count as proof for the VA or should I see? Absolutely. So medical evidence can come from service treatment records. It can come from VA medical records or it can come from private medical records, okay? Doesn't matter who it's from, um, as long as you have that medical evidence documented somewhere in a medical record. Um, I do think though, Christian, that if you're only seeing a therapist, um, I would question, do you have an actual diagnosis of anxiety and depression yet? Um, Are you taking medication? Do you have current symptoms? Are you in any support groups? Do you have occupational and social impairment, right? You got to be thinking about all those things. All right. Roderick, what's up, brother? I have requested my military medical records over six months ago. I'm at 70% now for PTSD, and I've been just informed that I do, in fact, have sleep apnea. I have been denied for a trick ankle. I'm assuming that means just an ankle condition. Can I do the insider elite now? Absolutely. So it's possible that you're even doing increase in your mental health condition. Not sure. That's up to you. Um, But what you might want to think about is how do you file your obstructive sleep apnea secondary to a mental health condition that you already have, which in this case would be PTSD, especially if you're taking medications. Okay. A very common link we see is obstructive sleep apnea with a CPAP secondary to a service-connected mental health condition if you're taking medications for mental health conditions, okay? Because the side effects of many medications can aggravate sleep apnea, okay? They don't necessarily cause it, but they can aggravate sleep apnea. So uh, in that case, Roderick, if you've got a diagnosis, you've done a sleep study, that's an important part, and you've got a CPAP, that's a 50% rating right there. So if you layered in a 50%, uh, you're going to be dang close to 100% scheduler, okay? So you may want to consider doing that, okay? And you can absolutely join the elite program, but you certainly don't have to. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Steve. I'm rated at 10% for residual knee surgery. Can you also receive an additional 10% for arthritis? Yes, because the residuals of knee surgery are not the same as arthritis. Okay, so that wouldn't be pyramiding. Um, So for example, I've actually got two ratings for a knee condition, uh, the same knee, both are at 10%. One is for pain, one is related to the limitation of range of motion. Okay, so you would qualify arthritis is a separately rated condition, okay? Sorry about that. I turned you guys around by accident. I'm back. (laughs) Hey, Steve. Um, Okay, what else do we got here? Do you work with active duty members that are short timing? So here's the deal, guys. We can help you, but if you're still active duty, you might want to just consider going to your, your doctor, as usual, making sure you nail your final physical, 
before you leave active duty service, tell them everything going on with you. No condition is too small. Okay. And then work with your accredited agent or VSO to file your first claim. Okay. You don't, you don't need us to do that. Um, our sweet spot is really people who have already been denied claims or people who are underrated and you guys have already tried every resource under the sun and you realize you need more medical evidence. Okay. Uh, but we can help. Okay. That's up to you. Welcome, David. All right. David just joined Elite. Again, you guys want $7,500 worth of proprietary resources, one year of access to the VA Claims Insider Mastermind Group. You can go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com right now and complete the free three-step intake. Nelson, I'm rated at 90% now, looking to get to 100. I need your help to get there. I'm looking forward to get started. Welcome, brother. Yeah, we're excited too. Will, I am at 50% for PTSD and 10% for tinnitus on FMLA right now because of PTSD recalls and missing work. I want to increase PTSD. Got a doctor appointment Friday with my doctor. What should I say or ask them? Um, I don't think, Will, that you necessarily need to say or ask them anything. Um, you're going in for treatment, right? I mean, you're getting help, which is an extremely important part of this, right? Your disability claim is, is one aspect but getting you help is most important, right? So I'm, I'm happy, number one, that you're, you're taking action and you are getting help. I don't necessarily think there's anything you need to say or ask them other, other than just be honest. Be, be uncomfortably vulnerable and tell them what's going on with your PTSD. Um, what I think you should consider doing though, Will, is getting an independent psych eval and a disability benefit questionnaire completed for PTSD review Okay, because you're going to be doing an increase on your PTSD. Okay, Alexander. Oh, goodness. This is a long question, brother. I'm going to try to answer as much of it as I can here, and then I got to move on. I got a question about burn pits. Okay, so let me digress just one second on burn pits. Um, I was in Afghanistan in 2011, okay, uh, at Kandahar. If anybody was at Kandahar, Afghanistan, you know about the poo pond. Right, I mean, it freaking stinks. It's basically an open crap pit out there because they don't have a, a standard um, sewer system. You got all this junk floating around in the air, waste, solids, people burning their trash and garbage everywhere. Um, I personally, if you're in Iraq, uh, OIF, Operation Iraqi Freedom, or Afghanistan, OEF vet, I personally believe burn pits... And the issues that are going to stem from burn pit toxic exposure is going to be the Agent Orange of our generation, okay? Um, that's my opinion, okay? That's, that's only my opinion, nobody else's. Uh, but to date, there has not been any presumptive conditions, to my knowledge, tied to burn pit exposure, okay? But I think what we need to keep doing, guys, is urging our congressmen, our senators to put bills forward about presumptiveness of burn pits, okay? Because it's gonna happen, but it's gonna take us banding together as veterans to get with our representatives to get this stuff codified in the law, okay? That's the only way it's gonna happen. Okay, James, I have an appeal in for flat feet. Okay, pest planus rated at 0% for bilateral and rated at 0% for bilateral knee, plan, knee pain. Uh, 
Can I connect that to the knee pain on a supplemental claim? Um, I would not if you already have it in, okay, if you've already done that. What I would do is do the, um, the knee pain secondary, or I'm sorry, uh, as a separate condition. Okay, so open up another claim and file for an increase on the knee as long as the knee is not the condition under appeal. Okay, because from your question, it looks like the flat feet is under appeal. All right. Let's see here. Jeffrey, they dropped my, the VA dropped my hearing loss rating from 30% to 10%. I got the letter yesterday. It was only delivered 51 days late due to my moving. Oh my goodness, man. So I'm sorry to hear that. I'm, I'm assuming you had a compensation and pension exam. Um, you, you need to challenge it right away. Right. I mean, you need to I believe in the letter they sent you, they tell you they're going to drop your rating 60 days unless you provide evidence to the contrary. Okay, so in this case, man, uh, you're going to want to go. I would call your primary care doctor at the VA. You're going to need an audiogram from an audiologist and you're going to need to write a personal statement that says this is crap. My rating should not be dropped. My hearing loss has not improved. That's what's so odd about this. I mean, I can't think of how or why a hearing condition would improve over time, right? Hearing conditions normally get worse. So I'm sorry to hear that, brother, but you got to take action. Um, Is sleep apnea a physical exam? Having trouble getting set for appointment with the VA in Dallas. Um, What you may want to do, and this is a sleep apnea hack, Derek, is you can order a sleep study at home text kit. Okay. It's a sleep apnea at home test kit. Um, you'll have to pay for it out of pocket. Okay. Um, you, you certainly don't have to do it, but if you're sick and tired of waiting for the VA, you could either go to a private doctor and request a sleep study. If you've got insurance through your employer, the other thing you could do though, is order a sleep apnea sleep study at home test kit. Okay, I think you wear it for a night or two of sleep and then you mail it back in. Your results are interpreted by a sleep specialist and you can end up with a diagnosis. Okay, you're the man, Brian. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. You're the man, brother. Welcome. Um, Matwara. Hey, welcome. Hey, Brian, this is my first time filing a claim for PTSD and MDD. So post-traumatic stress disorder a major depressive disorder with a buddy letter, will that require an exam? 99.9% of the time in our experience, okay, maybe not that high, but it's high, you're still going to get a compensation and pension exam. You're going to get a compensation and pension exam as a first-time filer of mental health, okay? Absolutely, you're going to get one. So you need to be preparing for that. Uh, In fact, uh, I'm glad you put that question because I've got a YouTube video out here called CNP exam for PTSD secrets. Okay. You can type that in the search box. I recommend you walk, uh, you watch that video. It's very important. I talk about the CNP exam for PTSD questions. You might be asked the PCL five, um, the PHQ nine, all of the forms, the general standard for making the PTSD diagnosis, um, I think you should be familiar with that. How do you make sure you have a diagnosis? 
question from David. You got to look at your medical record, brother. So go look in your VA medical records or in your service treatment records or private records and see if you've got a diagnosis in there, okay? If you don't, you need to get one. I just got diagnosed with extreme obstructive sleep apnea. Can that be secondary to fibromyalgia? I think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why it couldn't be. Um, and Jeff, I've got a, a great blog post out there. Um, if you go to Google and type sleep apnea secondary conditions, okay? I've got an entire list of more than 50 medically verified conditions that can be caused or aggravated by other service-connected disabilities. I believe fibromyalgia is one of them, okay? Uh, Will, also I've got another question, Brian, about the buddy letter. Um, does that have to be from the military or can it be from my boss at work? Okay, great question. Two important points to this on your buddy letters. Who does them? Uh, a buddy letter from a current boss is going to really help to shed light on the current severity of your symptoms, okay, for whatever condition that might be. But I want you to think clearly about what I'm about to tell you. However, okay, that boss was not with you in the military as a firsthand witness who witnessed whatever event or incident caused your condition. So if your issue, Will, is service connection or the nexus piece, I would try to get a buddy letter from a military member who served with you, who was there, who can say, this happened to Will. I was there. I saw it as a firsthand witness. Okay. Your boss from work wouldn't have seen it. Now, if you're filing for an increase in a condition that's already service connected, the boss from work, I think, is going to be great because they're going to be able to highlight how severe your symptoms are, okay? Thanks for all you do, Brian. Thank you, Tony. Absolutely, brother. Uh, let's see. Oh, my goodness. There's so many questions here, guys. You guys are amazing. By the way, uh, the number of people on here live has continued to trick up, trickle up as we've been on, which is unheard of, right? I mean, most of the time when you do a live, you get this big spike at the beginning and then people start dropping off. Um, that never happens with us, right? Because you guys are so freaking awesome. So thank you. Oh my goodness. Sorry guys, I just cannot answer all these questions, but I'll tell you what I am gonna do. We just don't have enough time today. Um, I'm going to come back to this post and ask to answer as many questions as I can, okay? Promise you I'll do that. Um, okay, guys, again, if you need help, if you're stuck, if you're frustrated, if you're underrated, and you know you need more medical evidence, that's what we do, okay? You can go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com, complete the free three-step intake. It takes about 96 hours for a member of our team to be in touch. We'll connect you with the medical professionals you need, if warranted, okay? All right, guys, I love you. What was today's topic? We talked about lifestyle impact claims, somatic symptom disorder, chronic pain syndrome with depression and anxiety. I love you. Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider, out from Austin, Texas. And we'll talk really soon. See ya.